Is it too early to talk about vaginas? Good morning, everyone. <laughs> it is 7.30 a.m. and I am here with one of my very best friends to talk about not just vaginas. Not just vaginas. Not just vaginas. But the vagine and everything around the vagine yes. this morning. We Some people would like to call it that big O. Oh. Yeah. And who are you? Shameless plug. Go. Hello, my my name's Kozer, and um, let's let's be friends. You know, Kozermusic.com. That's that's it. That's that's all I got. She's a singer. She's a really good singer. So you, I'm you, okay. You guys should go check her out. Anybody who's been friends with me on my personal page <laughs> has seen her belting. Just things like what do you just heard? I I'm I'm her groupie. I'm her biggest fan. Literally comes to every show, and we lock eyes and. She sings to me. I don't notice anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) We're a little gay for each other, but yes. Very gay. All right. This episode of the Slutty Scientist Podcast Nerds is by far one of the most important things that your your eyes, (laughs) (laughs) that your ears will ever, ever, ever listen to. Yes. And it is because... Me and Kara have a little bit of a different story. So back when we first became friends, we've been friends for about a year and a half. So you know when you start to talk to your new friends and you got to yes. call them about the post not review? Yes. <laughs> and so I call Kara and I go, Kara, I just had the most amazing sex, or the worst sex. I don't remember what it was. It was probably just average because, you know, 99% of the sex is average. And she goes, <laughs> and she goes, Brooke. I said, Kara, <laughs> she said, did he eat your noni? I did. I remember that. And he said, she said, did he eat your noni? And I said, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, did he eat your noni? And I said, no, like, I really don't care for that. And she's like, what are you talking what? about? She was like, Weird. what are you saying? And I'm like, no, I just don't really care for that. Like, I'd rather just have sex. And she's like, all right, whatever. And we kind of just like let it off there because it was like the first time we've had this conversation. And then things start to progress. They did. And honestly, it was my conversations with Kara that made me realize that I, Brooke, the slutty scientist, am a penetration girl. You are. I'm a penetration you're, you're girl. You're PG, babe. I'm PG all the way. And what are you, Kara? I am I am not. She's uh, a clit girl. I am. Of the of the five categorized kinds of orgasms, my personal preference would be the clitoral for many reasons. Right. So guys, welcome to episode six. hundred and twelve. Six. <laughs> clit girls versus penetration girls. So nerds, we're here to talk about female orgasms, two specifically. However, there are five different types of orgasms that females can have. So there's Two that we've talked about, the clitoral mm-hmm. and the vaginal. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the obvious ones, and we'll go deeper into those. There's also anal mm-hmm. orgasms, and if you haven't heard 
episode five. Go back and listen to episode five because anal orgasms are one of my favorite and one of the most intense in my opinion. There's the combo, which is a combination of two or three of these. And then there's the erogenous zones. Mm -hmm. So that's an orgasm for lesser known parts of the body, like your neck, nipples, ears, elbows, Mm -hmm. knees. Yeah, people can get orgasms from getting their knees rubbed, which is like crazy and we'll we'll go into that like in a, in a whole separate episode because i'm i'm sure there's like a whole well also stuff in there. that's important to mention because people think that's limited to the two that we're talking about mm, not limited not limited at all and at all. and people who are struggling with like if, if they're trying to achieve an orgasm in those two categories and aren't they might be perfect candidates for these other areas right it's all about self-exploration yes for sure So a lot of my information today, I am just going to plug it right now, is going to be from the book called The Vagina Bible (laughs) by Jen Gunter. She is an amazing, she's a gynecologist. She's an amazing woman. She really just, her social media kind of just embodies like everything that I want to embody in this podcast, like women empowerment, breaking down stigmas. The other day she like got into a whole argument with a company about this like nasty advertising that they did for like teen vaginal health products and it was insane she's really just like a warrior for women and women's health and I just like I admire her so much so if you have a vagina if you have a partner with a vagina if you have ever looked at a vagina, smelled a vagina, had contact with a vagina, you should read this book because it's like chock full of information that's super, super important and I learned so much by reading it. Um, so the first thing we're going to get into is the clit. The clit. The clit. The clit. The clit. <laughs> and the first thing that I am going to say about the clit is a fun fact that I have been telling everyone since I read it. And that is that the clit is the only organ in a female or a male body whose sole purpose is for sexual arousal and sexual pleasure. What? The dolphin. What? Mm -hmm. Like men don't even have that. And the clit is literally only for sexual pleasure. Yet we're told we're not supposed to be sexual beings my fucking ass my ass <laughs> my whole butthole that is, that is absolute bullshit so the clit is the only organ in any body that is prime its only purpose only purpose is for sexual pleasure so what is the clit the clit has multiple parts there's the glands clitoris which is the part that you can see which is the part you can touch it's like right under the hood Mm -hmm. and so that's like the external part that you can feel it's above the urethra um and i will be putting a whole diagram on my page like i usually do and then you have the clitoral body which is the part that like kind of goes back into your body and you can't really touch and then you have the root which is like the root of the clit it's Mm -hmm. where it stops um and the thing about the clit is that when aroused all of the blood rushes to the clit in the same way that all the blood will rush to a penis and cause an erection. Yep. So there's thousands upon thousands of nerve endings in the clit alone. It's like a very tiny piece, a very tiny (laughs) organ in the female body, and it's it's super sensitive. And it's key to sexual arousal 
in any way for women I think even if you're a penetration girl and like you come from penetration I feel like clip play is like key to like getting things moving yeah it's also like uh like okay so like we have language and like computers speak their own language it's like uh, our organs also have this this own language so if we learn how to better communicate with our own bodies um we learn how to access the very things that you're speaking of absolutely so when i first started experimenting with my body when my doctor told me to when I was like 16 because I was homicidal yeah I feel like I've said that before but my doctor told me to start start masturbating because I literally wanted to kill everyone all the time okay and also let's pause on that statement because like masturbating has this like weird thing around it sometimes right but like it helps relieve like scientifically speaking like it can be a um a neutralizing agent for emotions that are like very very intense like homicide right yeah so it increases the amount of dopamine in your brain which will then decrease thank you i was looking for that word yeah which will then decrease you know things that we've talked about like adrenaline which causes you know anxiety and Mm -hmm. you know it's and it really helps like boost the dopamine in your brain so that you feel elated and you feel a lot better so yeah my doctor straight up told me he was like do you masturbate and i was like no and he was like you should probably do that and so that was the first thing i went for because i was afraid to go near my vagina it was like new territory you know what of i mean course. it's like not like anything that i was like familiar with and it's not like a penis where you can just like grab onto it and like you do it every day when you go like take a piss like it's it's internal it's a little scary there were other people who explored the inside of my vagina before I did which is I feel like a very normal experience for a lot of people but when I started doing these things I started with the clit and I really didn't know what the inside of my vagina felt like I really didn't know what that was all about but I made myself come for my clit and then eventually over time I started doing more vaginal play and so vaginal orgasm so vaginal orgasms usually come from what people call quote-unquote the g-spot and it's actually believed that the g-spot is just your clit like the clit body being stimulated by hitting the roof of your vagina so it's actually just stimulating your clit but in a different way in a different way internally and so the g-spot is not actually its own organ it's not its own thing it is just the roof of your vagina so like you know if you're laying down and you're pointing your fingers upward it's going up like out of the vagina and you just continue to apply pressure to that the come hither the come yes the come hither that we learned about last episode for the prostate is also the same motion that you do to stimulate the g-spot and when I started playing with my G-spot was when I was in college. And so, you know, by the time I got to college, I was already sexually active by three years. And I went to a hustler on Bourbon Street and I got a G-spot vibrator. And these people helped me pick out a G-spot vibrator. And that is when I really started started experiencing G-spot orgasms was during personal play. And... I'm not sure if anybody had caused me. Actually, yes, I do. I specifically remember a time when I was, I think, 16 and someone was fingering me and they made me squirt and I didn't know what it was. Yeah, that can be alarming for someone who 
obviously doesn't know that their body can it was so alarming i rushed into the bathroom i remember like smelling it and being like is this "This isn't urine (laughs) like what is this like i literally didn't know but i think also the a point that you're making that i i definitely want to draw attention to is like pleasure is not dependent on another person Mm -mm. it's it's not dependent on on anything and like we have these things to help us further explore but like cue pink it's you in your hand tonight is is perfectly fine to explore your body right Um, and all of my vibrators have been pink and i don't know why (laughs) because i don't like pink but but the exploration factor so important so important so important it's it's the most important and like i said i didn't actually like realize i was a prostate girl oh my god (laughs) the episode's still in my head guys i didn't realize i was a penetration girl until i started actually talking to another human being about my preferences okay so ding 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 the word communication right but like I can communicate I think it's different to communicate with a guy like while or a girl while you guys are in the moment but when I'm sitting here having like a normal chat with you about like no I don't really like getting my clit licked like Mm. I prefer it if this happens and kind of like bouncing ideas off of one another almost and it's like obviously like a platonic friendship that we have and you know I've had plenty of partners and I've been like do this do that do that but I guess I never really thought about it until we started talking about it so that's why I encourage you go talk to your to your female friends about like what you like what they like and you know I I've learned a lot about myself through doing that and not even just through like physically like playing with myself or like talking to a partner and telling him what I like like it was just it was a different kind of conversation and it was a different kind of experience that like made me actually really think about what it is that I like and what gets me off the most while like it's very important to have those conversations while it's very important obviously to be super clear with your expectations obviously we want consent while all those things are super important I think people even people who are in like committed monogamous or non-monogamous relationships feel that like maybe a little bit of like embarrassment to Mm -hmm. have like use words Mm -hmm. my suggestion there is like you can communicate with your body right like oh move your partner's head or whoever it is to the left or okay you can move your own body like still it's the point still stands of that exploration like you don't have to just stay in the position that you started in or like stay with what oh this is what like you know I talked to my friends about like switch I don't know if this is related to what we're talking about but um yeah switch it up explore right and I think that there's like a lot of misconception on like the male part right because and what i mean by this is i don't prefer clit stimulation which is important to know when you are intimate with someone right and (laughs) i don't really prefer that at all like if a guy is going down on me and eating me out i will get kind of bored like literally bored unless he puts a finger inside of me or something is inside of me like i do not just want you to eat my vagina and so i do I, right <laughs> I, please, please please like harris noni <laughs> me on she, the other hand she is very that's what she she wants right me on the other hand i i get bored and i will literally beg you to put it inside of me and stop eating me out if that's the case but i have had 
conversations with men obviously I have this platform now obviously people see this platform all the time I'm on dating apps my Instagram's connected to my profile this is one of the first things they see and I'll be like I before I go to have sex with them I'll say I do not want to just be eaten out if you're going Clear to eat me boundaries. out if you're going to eat or, me I'm out, sorry preferences yeah if you're going to eat me out please put something inside of me fair and they will not and I have had men try to mansplain to me oh you just haven't had the right guy try to eat uh, you out yeah. and I said love those kinds and I said honey honey <laughs> I get real condescending because it really it really it gets me I'm like honey I've had plenty of sex in my life okay I think I know what my preferences are hmm. and they're like but no 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 and I'm like don't tell me no that's that's sweet it's sweet they Blech. <laughs> They, they want to tell you what your own preferences are. That's, right. That's and sweet. so I just get a little frustrated with that. I know that I can come from just clitoral stimulation. Or. I know I can. So you're talking about coming from clitoral stimulation, but it's also worth noting the stages, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. so we're, mm-hmm. we're diving deeper into the kinds of orgasms, but then we're also diving deeper into the process of the actual orgasm. So, you know, you have your foreplay, your excitement, you have your plateau, which is like you're you're getting the hot spots. And, and I mean, and then you go on to your actual orgasm, which by the way, doesn't have to be something so super loud, shakes all the picture frames off your walls. Like it could be something super quiet as well. And then you have your resolution, your sensitivity period. So if a man or or woman or whoever <laughs> wants to tell you what your preferences are, that's fine if you if if to get your own self off that you want to spend some time with an Oni. Sure. Sure. But you have communicated that's not your end-all be-all. And if you have decided that the purpose of your intimate encounter is so that you can both orgasm, you've outlined. The, the treasure map. Hey, stick it in me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Like I'm telling you very directly, like if you want me to come and you want me to come hard, stop eating my pussy. Stop it. <laughs> and I will tell you the opposite. <laughs> I have I have the opposite. Right. So Kara went over like the four stages of orgasm, which is really super important. I will just outline them again. It's the, the excitement phase. That's the initial phase where – you know, you start making out, you start kissing, stuff starts getting a little woozy woozy down there, you know what I'm saying? Woozy woozy. Woozy woozy. I know, so scientific. And then there's the plateau phase, which is where you're excited, you're doing, somebody's doing the same motion to you, you're doing the same motion to you, that's causing you to go up, 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 up and reach your climax. There's the actual climax of the orgasm, which is when you have your bursts of pleasure and with or without ejaculation with or without female ejaculation and then there's the resolution which is like the refractory period which is like the period where you come down you chill there is different sensations for different types of orgasms and so for that refractory period is really important thank you for saying that because that just got me thinking about the times that i have done the so two things right so in the refractory period you like rest and, and reset or have you ever experienced in that refractory period where you're going to get another? Yeah. You're, you're going to go right back up that ladder. Right. And then that orgasm, mm-hmm. for me at least, is like even bigger. Yeah. And it, there's just like this like fine line between like, 
I don't want to say too many, but before it gets like way too sensitive. Mm -hmm. But the stage right before that too sensitive spot is like, for me personally, the biggest one that requires, I mean, we'll we'll go over all of the things that it requires. But yeah, so women can have between one and 12 orgasms. And on average, it's five. So if you're under that, don't feel ashamed. Do some more exploration and figure out maybe other ways that you can make yourself orgasm and then you can help a partner figure it out. But some people just just can't come more than once. So for clitoral orgasms, I was reading about how they feel and obviously like everybody's different, like different strokes for different folks and like people experience these different ways. But my experience is like very is very paralleled to what I was reading. And so I'm just going to read them and then Kara can kind of jump in. So for clitoral orgasms, it says these orgasms are often felt on the surface of the body, like a tingling feeling along your skin and in your brain. So I, yeah, I feel that I feel like it's a more surface level orgasm for me. And then I get like this, like really big, like high rush in my brain. And like, I get a little dizzy and like that post not clarity happens. I need like a moment and it's an intense orgasm and you cannot touch me after that. You can't touch my clit if I, I get have a clear orgasm. I get that. It's too much. It's too sensitive. It's I can't do it. Now for a vaginal orgasm, it says these orgasms are deeper in the body and can easily be felt by the person penetrating the vagina because the vaginal walls will pulse. I also feel that way. I feel like my vaginal orgasms, my G-spot orgasms are an entire body feeling and I can feel my the walls of my vagina pulsating really hard and I love that it's like more and then you can keep fucking me after that sure like you don't have to stop I don't have to stop I don't have to take a breath like keep going so I prefer g-spot orgasms because yeah it is like a full body thing for me it's a lot deeper I think it's a lot more intense than like the clit orgasms like yeah like you can make me orgasm from my clit but it's going to be a lot more shallow for me and I don't like the feeling as much so that is a beautiful piece of information that I can relate to on being on the opposing side because for me for the clitoral orgasm like I I am a person that can have multiple I don't my my refractory period is is short I can like yeah, me we, too. We could churn out about nine yeah. and like then we're at that like spot. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> we're at that that mark where it's like, oh, maybe we do need a breather. So all bodies are beautiful bodies, right? All and bodies are beautiful They bodies. are. And they're all set up a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. While, while they're all the same, by, by a little bit differently, I mean like preferences. Right. And also like, so for me, my vaginal wall, and from what I've experienced with with being intimate with other women is that my vaginal wall is is small Mm -hmm. so for me penal penetration is not as i don't want to say not as pleasurable well again my preference is clitoral because that feels differently for me Mm -hmm. i still will get all those feelings that you were talking about from that which um i think for all of your 
your nerds out there is important to know that like, hi, yes, there's no right way. It doesn't, you, you talked about porn in one of your podcasts and it's like, yes, the things you see on porn, like, sure, you, if you want to emulate them, fine. If you don't, that's fine too. But it's you, it's the communication between you and yourself and the better that you know your makeup, what you like, that then you can communicate that with someone you are choosing to be um, intimate with. And, and the beauty of that is there are literally literally so many ways to achieve the same thing and we're talking you want to have props that doesn't just mean oh you know dildos vibrators like all those things are are wonderful but then there's also like sexual music there's putting a pillow under the arch of your Mm. back there is setting up the scene like i i can't tell you how many times that an orgasm has been achieved even while having a short uh excitement phase because it's like the scene was set up Mm -hmm. or like there was like sexting happening beforehand right you know so it's like just have that little bit of willingness to be like, you know what? Like, let's see what I actually like. Because let me tell you, once you figure that out, because like you you were talking about in the beginning about like being a little apprehensive and, you know, dealing with these intense feelings and stuff. Yeah, I was also like, quote unquote, late bloomer with that. Like, kind of not really like being a little embarrassed and shy and whatever. Mm -hmm. But once I figured out like, oh, I know how to make myself ejaculate or mm-hmm. I know how to reset myself quickly. It it made the physical communication between a partner and I like that much more intense. Had for anyone with a vagina, their orgasms are like really small, but there are things that you can do to like make that a little bit longer. Yep. So, and, yeah, we, and so, we were talking about that before this too. Yeah, that's really important is, you know, a lot of a lot of women are like, yeah, I don't like men that have like a really big dick, like it hurts, yada yada. And I totally, totally hear that. I mean, like, I have a deep ass vagina. Your girl is big, but <laughs> um, you know, there are some penises that are too big for me at first, and I said at first, and that is because yes, say it, say it. You can train your vagina to take a bigger penis. So I went to my gynecologist one day and I said, Doc, I am fucking this man. And every time I have sex with him, he makes me believe because he's so big. And he said he looked at me straight face, didn't even question anything. He said, you're not doing enough foreplay. And I said, yes. And I said, yes. (laughs) Wait, yes. (laughs) And I said, what? And he said, so when you become really aroused, your vagina will open. It will open like a baby is coming out of you. Because your muscles and your pelvic floor muscles will relax and enlarge. And your and your vagina will actually elongate. Mm-hmm. So. Like a snake to its prey. Y- like just like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but seriously. Yeah, but that's what it is. And so like And the moisture. And the moisture. So important. Mm-hmm. It makes for easy entry. Right. So number one is that you need women need a lot of foreplay to enjoy penetration more because you need that opportunity for your body to literally become aroused, for your muscles to relax, and for your vagina to elongate. 
that is so key and that is so important when people come to me and ask like why does this dick hurt me so bad I'm like how much is he fingering you how much is he eating you out how much are you asking him to finger you or eat you out not to be confused with I know there's some people who like have the whole scene in their head where they like walk in the door and then like just begin and like Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie scene like knocking shit over like that's totally fine if that is what creates moisture for you right if that is what gets you to a point where you're so turned on that you are opening up if that doesn't and you want it to Mm -hmm. then you have to take the necessary steps to elongate your vagina yeah ultimately like you just need to be aroused and however you do that for you whether it's foreplay whether it's you know, just going out to eat with a partner and like having in like a vibrator like while you're there and they have like a remote control. Like there's like all these different things that you can do like before or like before you have sex that can like arouse you in different ways. I mean, I know I have some partners. I literally look at them and I get horny and that's all it takes. Or like I'll like rub myself against the seat. Like it's like really not, it really doesn't take like a ton of effort, but like you need to figure out what works for you to get yourself aroused. And something else that you mentioned that's so important is lube. You uh, Not all vaginas get wet on their own. Not all vaginas get wet on their own. That is... Use lube. Who cares? Use lube. Lube is always, always going to make things more enjoyable for you and for your partner. And if you use a water-based lube, you can re-moisten it with saliva. Right. I usually just use saliva. I, I like it dirty. Some people get dry mouth because they're like making out and doing other shit but um i like use it i like it nasty and i like it dirty i want she wants it nasty everybody i want want my saliva oh well the the saliva saliva. i'm just kidding i don't want the dog saliva (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) wait can i can i tell you a story about saliva oh my god please so i had a partner one time and this was like in the beginning of my like oh what is what is caro like exploration phase this human being so Chokes me a little, which I love, mm. which I love, mm. right? Opened my mouth. Oh. Opened my mouth mm-hmm. and spit in it. Uh, I knew where you were And I said, that. I did not hate that. No. I did not hate that. Mm-mm. Interesting. Interesting. So you truly never know. You truly never know. I also didn't know I was into voyeurism mm-hmm. until – exploration with that Mm -hmm. which by the way um if anyone listening is feeling like oh that's taboo can you say what voyeurism is yeah so there's two parts to voyeurism which is like watching two people engage in in an intimate activity or being the party that is engaging in the intimate activity and having Mm -hmm. someone watch you Mm -hmm. i i i can't put my finger on why again no pun intended (laughs) why i enjoy that so much i don't know probably an aspect of vanity to it i don't know but yeah i mean just going into that like i also enjoy voyeurism and i like being the one that's watched i've been to a sex club and i've had an entire group of people around me watching me and i think it's the there's something like in the world yeah there's something like I am royal. Yeah. Watch. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, right. wait for I am your the command. Queen of the jungle, hear me roar. Wait for my command. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, that's like a little off topic. But, Sorry. No, yeah, it like, is. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, like we said, like, 
every vagina gets wet differently and if you don't get that wet like there's nothing wrong with that no oh my god just use lube and but like you if you know that your vagina isn't going to lubricate a ton by itself you definitely should use more lube that's that's really important i mean it's just going to increase your arousal i mean i do get wet really easily i do get wet really quickly and i do get really wet and but i still use lube that portion is so important because one your hot spot actually changes. Mm. So all this exploration is not to find the end all be all so you know where old reliable is because your hot spot reliable. Your hot spot can change. It can change. Also, like have you ever had an experience where you're so in your head, like even if you're with someone that you're so super attracted to and you just like, you know, you just can't get off or, or whatever the case may be. These things are connected. So mm-hmm. like I'm not going to be able to produce moisture if my head is thinking about how am I going to pay for rent next month. Oh, my God. Like, so you got to get your, you know. Relatable. Yeah. So you got to, you know, get your head in the game. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, actually, and he was like, yeah, I just have, like, a really hard time coming. I, like, I'm, like, always in my head. I'm, like, thinking a lot about a bunch of different stuff. And I was, like. Or thinking about your own self, how you look. Like, right. how you, yeah. And I was, like, I black out when I have sex. And he's, like, what? And I was, like, I fucking black out. I lose time. Like, I, I become a different human. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I am just, like, not the same individual. And. I don't know. I just I go I go crazy. I black out. But so, yeah, I just I just want to re-highlight like really quick self-exploration. So fucking important. Lube. So fucking Use important. it. Who cares? Use the lube. And then something I, that we kind of have touched upon a couple of times that I also want to make comment is that like there is a lot of things that I like that I wouldn't have known that I liked unless I had another partner do it to me. So with consent, of course. Well, well, yeah, with consent. So like and but clear I'm, communication of what's cool and what is not. Right. But it, I'm not even talking about like choking, spitting in the mouth. I'm talking about like there was this guy that I would fuck and he for whatever reason, like the second he put it in my vagina, he was like, I'm going to come. Your vagina is insane. And just like we just like fit together really well. And so he would fuck me so slow. So so slow and that with that man is the first time I ever squirted from sex and so I'm not going to get too deep into squirting right now but having I don't want to say because squirting is not always paired with an orgasm I don't know if I it's not but but I know so much more about myself and my preferences because I've had so many partners. Am I saying go out and fuck 45 people? No, I'm not saying that. But. Well, I am if that's something that you are into and your interests and consent yeah, are aligned. Re- rewind. If you want to and you're cool with that. Yeah. It has. Not, I mean, it has. It's whatever you want. I mean, it's your body. You can do what you want with it. And like if people have some shit to say about it, like goodbye. Like people ask my body account. I'm like. Motherfucker, I stopped counting that when I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> I was like, that was that was a list, and that was a note in my phone, and that's a no-go now because I stopped counting, and I have no idea. I literally couldn't even give you, like, a base number. But because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really just doesn't no. fucking matter. What matters is, is that I am so confident that 
I can produce an orgasm and I am so confident that I can help a man produce an orgasm because of how much like experience I've had and I take pride in that and like that's something I love about myself and I have no shame and I feel no shame about how many sexual partners I've had because almost every time I have sex it's going to be better than it was three years ago because I've had more partners since. So I will relate to that experience in saying that like for me it was not necessarily finding a lot of partners like male or female or or whatever. For me the best achieved orgasm was because my current partner and I are so connected and like shout the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) I I love my partner. We we don't have to name him but I, I love my partner so much and um the most intense intimate moments that I've had to date are with him because we are because we're so connected and that's that's not a product of oh you know I I know I know my way around a vagina or a penis because Mm -hmm. like I've had so many which again obviously no shame about that to anyone right but yeah for me it was definitely the connection it was also like how I discovered that like squirting is a thing like I thought I was like oh this is just like I remember the first time it happened and I was like I was like yes this is a thing that can happen but guess what this is a feat it happened and I didn't orgasm and Mm -hmm. I was like what the fuck is this shit like I thought this was a big moment Mm -hmm. we're supposed to have and it wasn't until yeah my current partner that I was like oh this is a thing you can have and it can be paired with an orgasm because my, my yeah, my my vagina is well lubed with love and my and my brain is it is well lubed with love and my brain oh my brain is also well loved with lube. So it just <laughs> it just works. Yeah, I mean if you have a partner that like you're comfortable with, I mean the the possibilities are endless. And I wasn't always right. comfortable because you know you have that period where you're like, oh my god, I'm worried about uh, how I look from their point of view, or, or yeah, this I don't is have that I, I'm, I'm self conscious <laughs> about this. I absolutely did. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I w- I want them to think I'm cute all the time because my confidence mm-hmm. was in the shitter. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, at at this point in my life, like I just I don't care i don't care yeah because either you're gonna like me or you're not and that's that's just it i mean it can't be nice all the time but anyway that's beside the point yeah so just to reiterate i mean cara really has found what she liked by being with one really intimate partner that she's very connected with i found what i like by being with a ton of partners and that's okay either way that you do it is okay no way is the right way there's a right way for you, and that's that. Also, we talked about how the right way for you today might not be the right way for you tomorrow. Right. Absolutely. So, and I mean, like... The more you grow, the more your body changes. Oh, my the more God. The you explore, like, things are, things are going to change. And honestly, like, sometimes things change for me within days. Um, I used to only watch lesbian porn mm-hmm. like oh I, yeah i did that too i was like this is i don't like penis vagina or or orgies like it didn't do it for me yeah. only lesbian porn only a girl eating on another girl mm-hmm. did it for me right and i had you know my partner who was like i actually only watch like straight porn uh or c- cis male cis female porn and i was like huh 
I'll give this a try. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, so some days that actually does work. Other days I, I go back to. Right. Lesbian porn. Lesbian porn. I really don't do lesbian porn anymore. But in the beginning, that's what I started with. Just like in the beginning, I started with clit stimulation. You evolve. You evolve. And you change. And you're not the same person every single day. With or without sex. And you're not the same person with each partner. And it all it all just shifts. And you just kind of like got to be along for the ride. Okay. So finally, one of the main points that I think that I want to underline, highlight, circle, bold, italicize, all the things. Kristen ITC. Sorry. Yeah. Just because you prefer clitoral stimulation or penetration does not mean you cannot come from the other one. Nope. Sure doesn't. Sure doesn't. Some girls have never, I know a lot of girls that have never came from penetration and that's okay. We're here to help you figure that out. So some of the really great ways that I have learned to come from penetration is, first of all, I can't do that thing where I'm we're doing missionary and he puts my fucking feet behind my head and he like pounds the shit out of my vagina. That doesn't do it for me. Like I said, slow and steady really does it for me. Sure. And so missionary but i have my legs push closed and he and it's like tight my legs are like together and Mm. he's fucking me like that flip me around i'm fully flat on my stomach my legs are pushed closed he fucks me like that if there's like a tighter space and your vagina walls are kind of like tight yeah that's gonna you're gonna be stimulating that g-spot a lot more and you're gonna have more of an opportunity to come and i like i said i like it when they fuck me slow so maybe one day, because guys like think for some reason, like, oh, the harder I pound her, the more she's going to come. Like for some reason, guys think that. That's just not the case. So I'll be like, fuck me so slow that it's unbearable is what I'll say. I'll I'm, be, I'm with you. And then I'll be like slower or I'll be like faster or I'll be like, OK, now fuck me really fast. And that's like when I hit my climax. But like the more the more communicative you are, the better chance that you have. And you should feel no shame for telling them how to fuck you. Because they can't feel what you're feeling. Also, don't roll out the other parts of your body. Put your goddamn hands on the wall. Right. Like, r- put your hands behind your back. Like, right. s- sometimes it does something for me to have, like, yeah. my, if I'm feeling more submissive, mm-hmm. like, to have the head pushed into the pillow. Right. Or if I'm feeling more dom, to, like, grip my arms around and, like, hold my partner, like, while he's thrusting. Right. Yeah, like change change up what you're doing, and a lot of it is mental too, which I think is what Kara is saying. Like, what mood you're in is important as well. Oh my god! Um, but right now, like, not to not to like discredit what you just said because I'm not at all. That's like really important, but like physically. Oh, physically, absolutely. Yeah. Cowgirl. A lot of girls come from riding, and a lot of that is because like you can do that grinding back and forth motion where. You are stimulating your clit at the same time as being penetrated, and that'll make a girl come a lot. Doggy style is one of my favorite, just because you 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 prefer clit stimulation over penetration or penetration over clit stimulation does not mean that you can't come from the other. And even better, even better, say it. The combo. I knew you were gonna say that. The combo. So I just said if you're doing cowgirl and you like scooch back and forth like a chair, like guys don't really like that, but fuck them. If you're trying to get your O, like you're trying to get your O, that is stimulating your clit and also penetration and 
I almost always come from that. I can come from that. Doggy style. Be ready. Like, push. So he's fucking you from behind. Push your head down and kind of, like, put your pressure on your head and then bring your hand around and play with your clit while he's fucking you doggy. I was going to say, yeah, play with yourself while that's happening. Mm -hmm. Or ask him to play with you Mm -hmm. and fuck you really Mm -hmm. slow. Or have, like, a finger vibrator. Oh, yeah. And, like, put it on your clit. Or have your literal vibrator and put it on your clit. Like, do a do the combo. That is one of my favorites. That is one of my absolute yeah. favorites. I have – there's also just – just to incorporate anal into this a little bit, I have a vibrating butt plug, and I'll put that in and have them fuck me doggy and also play with my clit. I literally can't breathe after. It's crazy, the orgasms I have doing that. And you can, like, switch it up in all sorts of ways. The combo is so necessary. For me personally, the combo is the fastest, loudest, biggest, Mm -hmm. most sought after kind of O. Right. And, like, you know, there could be – you could have a fucking vibrator inside of you. He could be eating your clit and playing with your nipple. That's a combo. That's a combo. I don't I don't feel my nipples at all. Part of it is because of my breast augmentation. Part of it is because I really never had a lot of sensitivity in my nipples. I got my nipples pierced. It didn't work, guys. Nipples pierced, lost all feeling. Lost all, it's I, gone. <laughs> I would rather you grip my ass cheeks than my oh, breasts. Oh, yeah, grip my ass cheeks. But yeah, so the combo, so important. And then, bum, bum, bum. Wow. We are about to tell you oh, the Holy Grail, the Holy Grail, one of the greatest kept secrets in sex. I don't know why, why more people don't know about this. I don't know why it is the move of all moves, the move of all moves. Kara came in here and started talking about it. And I was like, yes, the mons push the fucking mon. Am I allowed to curse? I don't know. Yeah, sure. What? <laughs> The do you know me? I don't know what I was thinking. I just I got really hot and bothered thinking about the Mons push. Um, <laughs> the Mons push. My my oh God. If you don't know what a Mons is, we'll we'll help you. We'll it help you. is the area that is underneath of your belly button that where like your uterus and your vagina sits, mm-hmm. but on the outside. I usually, when I think about it, I think of like where my hip bones are mm-hmm. and then I just move over. Yeah. So it's in between like your hip bones. Right. So, so like center area. you can, if, if, if your hip bone is something that you can feel, like if you could feel it easily, mm-hmm. um, you feel where the hip bone is and then you just Right on over. Just right on over. Just a couple few steps. Couple few steps. And and oh, don't push it preemptively. Don't push it preemptively. You save uh, You save it. Save the push for right right where we could see the finish line. We could see the finish line. Mm. You give that a good pulsing push or hold. Mm, the hold. The hold. So what it does. Yeah, let's re explain this. So what it so pretty much if a guy is fingering you or eating you out and fingering you and you're about to climax what he does is he applies pressure down on the mons which is in turn pushing your pelvic floor muscle down which is in turn pushing that g-spot down and so you're getting more pressure more intense pressure to that g-spot oh which solo play 
you have your vibrator or whatever, you, you're fingering yourself, playing with yourself, whatever, and you take your other hand mm-hmm. and you do the push. You could do this yourself. You can do this yourself as well. But what it's doing is it's pushing that pelvic floor down and pushing that G-spot down so it's getting more traction. And the orgasms that come from that are thrilling. <laughs> they are the best. Don't make me wanna do do <laughs> Okay. Men, don't get overzealous with it. Your partner has to be really, really, really aroused or else it can hurt. But the mons push. <sighs> Thank you. We had a moment of silence <laughs> for the mons. Try the mons push. Just try it. Just try it. Just try it. Just try it. It's like It's like kind of how I just told guys in the last episode if you're jerking off push on your taint women i was just thinking that in my head yeah women if you're masturbating push on your mons i push on my mons every time i masturbate i push on my mons everywhere i'm I pushing go. on it now <laughs> <laughs> the mons push is so essential and i want you guys all to try it because if you have not you need to it is like one of my favorite things in the world it's one of kara's favorite things in the world yeah. and we prefer different types of orgasms yes but we can collectively come together in harmonious agreement that it is one of the best things that you can do during sex to make yourself orgasm come together right now mons push Guys, I think that's all we have for you today. I'm it's, sorry. It's 8.20 and we are so fucking horny now and <laughs> we're going to have to, we're going to have to get ourselves off a little bit. Before we go we're going to have to French on the mouth, which pair of lips. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, this is like. This is her every single day. So if you think she's entertaining. <laughs> I felt like I was very calm. I didn't have any ticks or nothing. I thought I was calm. She's calm for what she normally is. I thought I was calm. So if, But if you find Kara entertaining, which I really do, she's one of my best friends and she's one of the greatest people out there. <laughs> and she's one of the greatest singers I've ever heard. Every time I hear her sing, I get turned on. So, you know. Oh, that's uh- you know, or earlier how we oh, talked those about zones. Oh my god! Earlier how we talked about like things that that are gonna turn you on. Kara's singing turns me on. So if I'm about to have a guy come over, get ready to go. I put on her Instagram, <laughs> and I listen to it, and it causes my vagina to elongate. So follow her on Instagram at mm. Kozer Music. Yes, she will be tagged on my page she's so entertaining and she's such a good person and she is experienced with the clit stimulation so if you have any questions oh i'm so open oh she's so open i'm so open like the clit so my final question are you team clit girl or are you team penetration girl meaning are you team brooke or cara we're going to be doing a poll yes thank you go look out for the poll guys nerds friends countrymen Nobleman. <laughs> this is episode six. 912. Clit girls versus penetration girls. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the slutty scientist podcast. And if you are listening on Apple music, please subscribe and also leave a comment and also leave a review. 
If you are on Spotify, please subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your kids. Tell your wife. Tell your husbands. What is that? Tell your cousin twice removes dog's hamster sister. Tell everyone because you know what? Orgasms are important. They're really important. And we just want you guys out here having better orgasms and understanding your anatomy a little bit better. So this is episode six and we're out. Wish they taught that in school. B B B B B slutty science.